welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. This is your host, Barry3D, and I'm here with... DJ Rod C. DJ Rod C. We're going to take you back. We're going to take you back. We're going to take you back. So, How back? Right, yeah, yeah, right now. So How far back? How far back? We're we going back. We're going back. Oh, my God. We're going back to 1974. Back in time. Yes. Back in time. This is pre-Star Wars. This is pre-all all this stuff. So we're, we're going back, and, and we're bringing you a character that starts off as man, ends up as half-man, half-machine, turned into a killer by the government. You know, uh, there's a little bit of maybe uh, alternate realities in there. and, and uh, it, Yes, yes. This is like Terminator before Terminator. I was about to say, is this Six Million Dollar Man? Is this Steve Rock? It, it, oh, it, it's Steve after Rock? Steve, but Steve before Rock? before I'll be back. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> before, as well as after. <laughs> but you know, but before, dun 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 dun. I'm here for Sarah Connor. I'll be back. <laughs> Love that line. We are going to talk about um, another character from the DC's past, who's who's shown up in the future. Be it, you know, if, you know, a lot of fans would recognize he showed up in the future, and a lot of people are going to think, "What? When did I miss that?" So we're going to be talking about Deathlock, the Demolisher. Got it. Um, <laughs> cool. Got it. That, that, that was his first name. That, yes, that, yes, yes. Oh, something else was going through my head. Go on. Go yeah, on. that was his, that was his first name, Deathlock the Demolisher. That that's when he first came out. So if you're you're seeing my screen behind me here, th this is this is what what it is. Is you know this is the second thing, but yeah. Sorry, can we cut that? You said I, sorry. You said DC. I thought I heard you said DC. I did. Yeah, that's we'll start like, that again. That's what I was like thinking. Um, I swear I heard him say DC. How can right, I? How can I? <laughs> I was like. I was like I don't like it's gonna be bad. DC. <laughs> good call, good call. All right, so here we're gonna start that one again. So no problem. But I wasn't sure. Were you was one of the, the writers or something like that was DC? No, it was he, from. He 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 he's done DC stuff and he done Marvel stuff, but sugar. Sorry, I wasn't. No, no, no. I no but I even to... talked to him. I probably did say DC. So let, let's oh, just okay. go and start that one again. Okay. Okay. Cool. My mind is going. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. So, all right, here we go. So I'm putting my hand. All right, there we go. We'll cut this. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Welcome back once again to the Iconist Podcast. I am here with Rod C. And I am Barry 3D. We are your host going back in time on another Marvel ride. We are going to talk about, you know, a man that was, you know, wrong and, and, and wronged and, and, and just his life path just changed. He was in the army. He got hurt in an accident. They transported his brain into someone else. And next thing you know, he was, you know, part man, part machine. We are talking about Deathlock, the Demolisher. Thank you, Ramon. Right? Right? What? Deathlock. Mm -mm. Deathlock. You know, they can get away with some crazy stuff in Marvel. So let's, let me hit you with it. Deathlock. So if you see my screen, you see him behind me, right? Marvel character. You know, um, and this is actually a second look. His first look, he still was, I mean, robot side. This is what he pretty much looked like. Don't don't get it twisted. He was Terminator before Terminator, you know. 
he, he, he was after Steve Austin, but before I'll be back. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, man. So this is, so Deathlock the Demolisher, right? He first appeared in August of 1974. And why are we talking about a character in 1974? Because his character's shown up now and maybe some of you missed him. He made his live action premiere uh, debut, you know, a few years ago. So he's still relevant. Right. It, they just didn't do him exactly the same way. Change some stuff up. It's okay. I wish it kept more to the original story, but uh, we're, we're going to talk about him. So let's go back at him. Looking at my notes here. So Deathlock the Demolisher, uh, Deathlock the Demolisher, right? He was, uh, you know, made by Marvel Comics. First appearance, as I said, in 1974, back in August. And he was created by Rich Buckler and Dog Mo- uh, Monik. Um, and he had a short issue run. So his very first appearance was in Astonishing, you know, Marvel's Astonishing Tales, number 25. And he's a very dynamic. He's on the cover and he's kind of being held on a, 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 a big X kind of cross, a Trissy going through him and, uh, you know. Uh, and, he, and he has that, that, that look almost like Cyborg, cyborg from, from DC, you know, how his head looks, right, with the, the, how the metal comes across, you know, the one eye. and But, this, you know, he's got a more of a no nose, the skin's all kind of, you know, ratate and gone. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is, yes. Right? And, and the cool thing is, is that the, the two people behind him, right, so, um, you know, um, that you know, Rich and Doug. So Doug is also worked on other projects. So I'll give you a little rundown of what Doug has done. So Rich was the original artist on Astonishing Tales that drew the series, uh, or you know that first appearance. And Doug was the one that really kind of came up. So the two of them worked together. And Doug worked on other books of note, which which is really interesting. So he's worked on you know some Batman. He's worked on Moon Knight, which is interesting because Moon Knight's getting ready to be mm-hmm. filmed right now on Disney Plus. You know, Isaac, uh, Isaac right now is doing his training. If you if you look online, you can see Isaac doing his training for Moon Knight. Sick. It, it, he's he's gonna be a beast. Like martial arts training. They showed a look him up on you know uh on his Instagram. Uh he's also done you know Black Mask, Electric Woman Six from Cyrus, very good series. It really, it was different. You know, you got to get into it. I got to go back and read it. And then he worked on Master of Kung Fu. Oh, really, though? Tell me Shang more. Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Oh, tell me more. Right, which is going to be another uh, Disney Plus series, live action. And the main star, the, the guy who's playing the main character, is right here from Toronto. That's right. Right. So the way I'm looking at it is like, Doug, good on you. You've gotten two of your properties that you really are behind out in the market. You know, you, your Deathlock character is seen in the light of day. And, you know, Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, is on his way. And they make mm-hmm. that rap. You know, make that rap. What? You, you, you hit it. So we're going back. We're going to be talking about Deathlock. You know, and as I said, the the character appeared, and then he was also player. He, he also made his debut live action wise on uh, Marvel's Agents of Shields, the TV show, uh, and he was played by J. August Richards, who was playing him. So if you you watch like the very first season, he was right yeah. there from the get go. Yeah, you know he was there with his little kid. Kid wanted to buy a uh, I think an Iron Man doll or something like that. And anyways, he gets hurt and he gets turned into Deathlock. You don't see him with the metal how the traditional look of Deathlock is. Um, uh, you know, in, in the series, you get like an x-ray version. You see he's got the metal underneath his skin. 
but you know they, they don't give him the guns but he has weapons in his body so that's how they kind of change it up for agents of shield um but that, that that's that's who we are covering so first of all uh he, he, you know his publication history um he came out and it was under the title like Cyborg and then they first had the Deathlock series and it ran in Astonishing Tales issue number 25 to 28. Then, um, you know, it stopped. They had a different uh, creative, you know, thing in between. And then he came back for issues 30 to 36. So he was kind of on and off again. And the version of this one we're talking about, the very first one, his name was Luther Manning. You know, and he's guest starred in Spider-Man and Marvel Team Up in 1976. Um, you know, he he was in a Marvel Spotlight, you know, issue number 33 in 1977. 77 was a good year for sci-fi. <laughs> really? Just we Just we did another we did another show about 1977 with the X-Men and Corsair, the Star Jammers, and they were in 1977. Yep, that's true. Star Wars was 1977. Here we are now, once again, Deathlock. Marvel was really pumping it out in 1977. You know, they were rocking in a you get stuff out. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's all about that sci-fi, you know. He's teamed up with The Thing. He's teamed up with the Fantastic Four. So Marvel 2 and 1, um, you know. So Luther Manning, so pretty much. And then, you know, the thing is with Deathlock is the body always stays, but sometimes the mind changes. So Luther Manning was the first one. And then the one you see behind me is Michael Collins, who takes over and gets put into that armor, you know. So with Deathlock, he gets... Yeah, he was a uh, he was in the army, um, uh, you know. Luther Manning was in the army. He gets injured in a very bad accident. The, you know, the, 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 he's lost an arm. He's lost some of his limbs. Uh, the brain function is very low. Then his the general comes in and says, "Okay, well, you know, Luther signed up for this to donate whatever. We're taking his body. We have you know classified um, doctors. We're going to harvest the organ and go for this project." So they pretty much take the brain, put it into the cyborg body. What's interesting is even though he has a he's a cyborg in the body he also has a computer in the body so he always has his internal dialogue going on you know so he'll say computer you know in his mind say computer you know target scan okay target scanning this 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 and that so picture like michael knight in the car with kit they always have the dialogue yeah, yeah but it's in the back of his head only he hears it only he hears the computer and the computer helps him do this like calculations uh aiming you know how much force to use to break certain things so it's a battle computer, you know, right. lethal force, non-lethal force, analyze the situation, you know, almost like a, I was going to say action man, the, that cartoon is like, amp it up. It's been a long time. A series, man. So listen, I, I, I'll even segue off of that. We're going to, yes. we're going to the other people of DC, but it's the same kind of similarity with uh, Blue Beetle, but Blue Beetle with a scarab. Yes, He's always like at least out of the cartoon right now, with Justice and you know, Young Justice. Yeah, the Scarab was always talking in his head. It's the same kind of scenario, just to yes. let people have a parody of understanding that something that's more close to what you may see right now, if you're watching and you're up to your uh, Marvel and DC movies and cartoons, that'll be the closest thing I can say to say get a similarity to what Barry's saying. But please continue. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So you know, he was uh, Colonel Luther Manning, right? An American soldier from Detroit, Michigan. He, okay, let's get. He's black. He's black, y'all. He's black, y'all. He's blacker than black as he's black, y'all. And he's bigger than black, but black, but black, but black, but black. <laughs> yes, I was black pulling up CB4. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Payne. 
Alan Payne. Shout out to Alan Payne. Shout Alan, Alan Payne, Payne, come on, man. That see, I told you. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that's mind blowing. Okay. So yeah, you know, out, right? <laughs> yeah. So after being fatally, you know, G money. After being fatally injured, he's reanimated. Sorry. Yeah, he's reanimated. <laughs> Strong bloodlines in, in a post-apocalyptic future, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the future at the time was originally given the date of 1990. So keep in mind, the book came out in uh, 1974, and the future to them was 1990. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, how- 16, 16 years in the future. Yeah, that's what it should be about. Okay, good. Exactly. Sorry. That's that's what blows me that 1990 was the future. 1990 was the future. <sighs> Come on. According to Prince, we didn't start partying to 1999. Come on, talk about it. You know? Talk about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> we gonna party like it's 19. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're, we're having a moment. So, um, okay, sorry. Right. It's Prince. It's yeah, Prince. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my connection is acting weird. It's all good. It'll get back on track. So, and so, you know, this is what it came out to. Um, and the, they, 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 well, pretty much the body was dead. So they re, they took the remains, they reanimated it, put it in there. And it, it doesn't take place. And that's the thing. When he first got created, he didn't take place in the traditional Marvel universe. Like, you know, on Earth 1616, or sorry, uh, 616. It is 616. 616. Yeah. 616 is the Marvel universe where we get most of our heroes, Man. all our stories. But just like DC, Marvel, of course, has their multiverse, uh, and there's X X amount, you know, um, X amount of uh, parallel universes all over. So he was in a different one um, from the get go. He does cross over to ours. So when he kind of crosses over or time travels, it seems he gets into the mainstream six one six universe, and he looks around and sees things are different because in his time, things are desolate. You know, he's being used by um, mobsters to turn around and and go and kill off uh, certain people. And and so pretty much he's a Terminator. That's exactly what his role is. And what plays into Mm -hmm. this is that it's always some of the smaller things, you know? So he's, you know, he battles the evil corporate and military regimes that have taken over the United States while simultaneously struggling not to lose his humanity. You know, he battles Simon Riker and the first war wolf and encounters his wife and son for the first time becoming a cyborg. You know, so it, it's a lot of stuff that goes on that they can play into it. Um, because his wife, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's almost like Robocop. Like, Murphy's dead. Okay. Right. Well, he looks like Murphy. It's not Murphy. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. That's that's another one. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Perfect. No, that's right. That's right. That's a, that's another. That's a nice cut right now. That's a nice cut. Yeah. Sorry. So, you know, seeing that how they could definitely tie this into more of a humane tale so that was the first mm-hmm. thing with luther manning when you get into michael collins i i, I think that what they should do is combine the two stories because they're really good you know michael collins that's the one that's right. portrayed behind me so michael so where luther manning was a soldier and had no qualms about killing anybody luther manning was more of an engineer architect and he's a, he was a pacifist he doesn't believe in killing so he got merged with the uh the, the death lock program and put in that body his whole journey was one his wife and, and son think he's dead he has to disable all the lethal killing mechanisms that are in the death lock you know cyborg body 
And then he has to turn around and still try to get, you know, meet his wife, still trying to have that relationship and then think of, should he meet her, should he not? But the, the carrot in front of the donkey is his body is still alive. So all he did was take his brain and put it in Deathlock's body. Um, so he's going over a whole course of adventures. There's a four issue prestige miniseries. He's trying to get back his original body. So he's trying, one, not to kill anybody because he's not a killer. And two, he's trying to get back his body. A lot of pressure. There's a lot on the table, guy. Are you prepared for all this? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happens. When he's going out there, he's trying to get his body the whole time. So I, I think it, it makes sense. You know, I mean, sure. Do you want the action and all that? And, and you know, do I want him tempered down that much? I mean, let's suppose wait, I want to see maybe some of the killing. <laughs> yeah. With, with, you know, don't, don't take away all the killing. Let's, let's have some killing. But I like the aspect that he's still trying to reconnect with his wife, his son, and get back his human body. So he can reverse the process and live a normal life. He doesn't want to live as a military cyborg, right? And what's interesting is if you ever watched the Marvel Knights Black Panther six episode run, they use the Deathlock program. You know, if you watch that Marvel Knights, it's almost like a motion comic um, and it's voice, whatever, the art styles by John Romita Jr. If you watch that one, you'll see at one point, you know, an aircraft carrier pulls up off the shore they have all these kind of soldiers looking half dead. And it's like, what's going to do? Oh, it's like, don't worry about it. They're going to just walk off the boat, get into the water, walk across the, 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 the bottom of the ocean and come up on Wakanda shores and walk all the way to Wakanda to invade. That, that was part of the Deathlock program. Got it. Right? Right? So we go get down to the nilly grilly of it. So I think that Deathlock can definitely work as a, a series it can't, I don't want to see Deathlock done as a movie. If I want to see Deathlock done, it has to be done as a series. I don't want a series on TV. I want a streaming series. It's got to be Disney Plus, like how they're doing their stuff. So this way we can get a little mm -hmm. bit more meat on the bone. You know, not too PG because, I mean, literally, he starts off as Deathlock the, you know, the Demolisher. <laughs> and yeah. he's changed. The name itself tells you that there might be a little problem. <laughs> right? Exactly. And there has been more than one person that's taken this body over so the first first person was luther manning then it was john kelly then it was michael collins and who that's the one i really liked um his run on it um and then of course after that there was like you know uh jack truman larry and then it was young uh and then henry uh henry hayes you know um and i said it, it goes through like you know the the cia and secret defenders and a wild pack uh shield so all uh, you know x-force uh, it, it crosses over a lot of um, the Marvel Universe. And I think it's always interesting when you always get a smaller character that's able to be more fluid in the Marvel Universe to help tie certain things together. You don't need to see the main heroes all the time. It's the small ones that will, you know, be the glue of the Marvel Universe and let the big ones do the big adventures, you know? So he's, you know, he's got cybernetic enhancements. Yeah. Right, exactly. He, he's mm -hmm. got, you know, superhuman speed, strength, durability, reflexes, ability to repair his bodily damage, ability to track multiple objects at the same time. So you can walk in the room and bing, 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 and then just do one-shot kills on six, seven people at once. It doesn't matter if you're running, jumping, lying down, rolling, flipping, whatever. He's got a targeting system. He's got you in his sights. This is why his eye looks almost like a bullseye. <laughs> focus, man. Jay yeah. Jay-Z on focus, man. Yeah, I, I, I think that it would come in great as, um, I was going to say, as a, as a series. And they got to bring in, for example, Roxanne Oil. So uh, Roxanne, you know, uh, is a company within Marvel that always does things shady. <laughs> <laughs> they show up in a series. Mom, really? 
Yeah. Oil companies are shady stuff. Come on. No, but they're real shady. I mean, they're shady and they're shady. <laughs> they're slim shady and then it's just shady. <laughs> you know, paying off people. I think it would be really great to bring in like Roxanne Oil for, um, and, and, and they've kind of showed those company names and logos. I mean, either, you have a couple of movies that would show, you see Roxanne in the background, you're like, okay, what's Roxanne? And uh, Roxanne, Roxanne. And, and when, you know, if you recognize it as a fan, you're like, wow, we're, we're just the tip of the iceberg. So going into this character, you know, this character is almost like a, as I said, he's, he's like a Terminator. He's almost like, if you seen the movie Universal Soldier, that's my best description for him. That's a, that's a good run. Um, Universal Soldier, you said Robocop. Um, are there any other ones? I can't think off the top of my head, but those are, you know, definitely some good base base ideas to definitely base, base you know, uh, get a grasp of what and who Deathlock is. Mm -hmm. Because at, at least you can say definitely from the Robo, Robocop aspect of a, definitely for um, definitely for the second one from, from Michael Collins in regards to how his how he wanted to like his humanity how he wanted to be able to like say be able to connect with his wife and definitely right finding out that he still his body is still alive and still functioning you know he just had that type of human connection um robocop would be one of there um and the other one you said sorry was uh who was the other one you said you said anyway you know what mm -hmm. basically these are good scenarios that you can definitely connect off and i agree with barry in regards to um you don't realize how much these characters definitely back in the days how marvel had these characters interacting with different people giving people the understanding and reminding people listen you're in one big city per se you're in new york city there's high chances that people are connecting with each other yes you're going to walk across and come across do something at night and you're going to upset someone and someone like the punisher be doing his little patrol like what's going on over there what you doing over here, boy? What? Oh, okay. You're you're doing something good. All right, all right. I'll let you go. Tap the scenario, or uh -huh. fight up, or come across Daredevil, or come across Silver Sable. You know, there's there's a lot of connections. So that's great. That um, I agree with Barry that if if Marvel can think about interacting and just having seeing how you can connect, definitely connect him with some people. You can definitely connect them again. We're not doing a six one six universe. We're doing the uh, the Ultimate Universe. So we could definitely connect with Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, at this point. Um, when it gets to the point you're connecting with Fantastic Four, X-Men, Wolverine, when they come onto the, onto the table, uh, you can, we already know, we've already brought in, brought into, not even saying cinematic, well, done cinematic. We have done cinematic Punisher. But I'm yeah. just saying that we brought Punisher more to light that we can have an interconnection with them as well. So it's definitely, um, there's definitely a, a way to actually bring this character there. People may not realize who he is, um, but he actually has some type of intertwined with other known characters in Avengers as well. So Avengers, Nick Fury, um, S.H.I.E.L.D., we can start from there and work ourselves backwards, back into Shadows of the Streets, into the Punishers, into you know, the Luke Cage, that type of scenario. So it's, it's definitely a possibility we can do that. Well, well that's it. So. I mean, look, you have the book... Marvel team up, right? Um, so, you know, so you had Marvel team up and you had uh, two in one. Uh, so Marvel team up was generally Spider-Man teaming up with everybody, you know, in, per issue. Mm -hmm. And then you had a uh, two in one, which was the thing from the Fantastic Four teaming up with people. 
So keep in mind that most of these superheroes are in New York. Why do a crime in New York? So keep in mind, Avengers Mansion, New York. Um, the Fantastic Four, Baxter Building, New York. The Hellfire Club as villains, New York. And they're all blocks from each other. And then you have Daredevil, New York. Heroes for Hire, New York. Uh, the New Warriors, New York. And then you have all the independents like Daredevil and Spider-Man and the Punisher, all New York. And, and then the, you know, the Human Torch had his own solo run in New York. The thing when he's out with the Fantastic Four, New York, right? So there's there's honestly i think someone did a poll one time and this is back in like you know 2000 or, or late 90s or 2000 there was like 157 known superheroes residing in new york at the time and i'm sure there's more now you know um shield their their one of their head offices is in new york <laughs> right everything so, happens in new york right and then of course canada we got what canada has only alpha flight <laughs> Covering all of Canada, but all these heroes are in New York. <laughs> That's a different show. But getting back to Deathlock, yes, you're right. Deathlock operating from the shadows, interacting with some of the lesser heroes, uh, and you know, and it would really be smart to bring in Roxon, uh, that power company, Roxon Oil, as it were called, or Roxon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it would be smart for him to have that in there, and then just kind of tie that within the Marvel universe. That would give it a lot more life i mean there's a lot of life in it already i'm not saying it's lacking it but it really would build on that story so i once again i would like to see that as its own series with him dealing with rocks and oil trying to get back his body trying to deal with his kid trying to deal with his wife fighting you know his villains and 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 situations that he's got to get past um you know i'm looking at what they're doing with the uh the falcon and winter soldier and i'm really liking that uh, mm. What they did with you know uh, uh, Scarlet Vision or uh, you know WandaVision, Vision, I, WandaVision. I really like that you know and I know there's Moon Knight coming up there's She Hulk coming up I was like okay so Loki's coming up yeah Loki's coming good. up exactly so at New York so um, I think Deathlock coming from a different aspect that I think you can get some maybe a little bit of time travel or going through different dimensions that's cool because we know with Doctor Strange you know you, uh, was it Multiverse of Madness that's playing into a part of this so th- this is the time to bring it over and as a standalone series i can bring in some of the other characters you know where he can crisscross with the daredevil you know with punisher yeah i I, it was really be nice so if i have to turn around um and let's see cast who could play this particular character be it if it's luther or michael i would go with the luther because he is the original bring in elements of michael unless they're really going to do it, you know, because, I mean, let's be real. They're not going to go and do Deathlock for a long period of time. If they had to do it, they're going to focus on one. So I said, bring elements from all of it that make sense. Let it be Luther, the soldier, but give him Michael's family. Passion writing. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and, and have him fighting the corporation to get his body back, you know, to have a happy ending. You know, at the end of where you see the, you know, Bruce Banner going from downtown, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, if I had to turn around and cast the main guy right now, I would cast, and you're not going to know who he is, and and if I mispronounce his name, you know, and he hears it by chance, I apologize. I really do. But the actor I would go for is uh, Shop A. Derusa. Yes. Derusi. No, Deruso. Deruso. Shop A, Deruso. You're looking at me, Rod, going, who the heck is he? 
So I know the name is pronounced Shop A, but it's okay. spelt S-O-P-E. Okay. He's on a TV show right now called Gangs of London. So first name is S-O-P-E. Last name is D-I-R-I-S-U. If you watch Gangs, he's, he's a British actor. If you watch Gangs of London, you will see his character. His character does, a, 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 you know, first when you see him, you think he's a nobody in episode one. He's standing there. He's, he's turning around, you know, the main mobster dies in this movie. It's a very Scorsese, Godfather kind of thing. So the Godfather, the main guy who's running all the gangs in, in London dies in the very opening scene, pretty much. They're doing the funeral. He's in a bar. He's supposed to keep the peace. He's mouthing off to some guys. Okay, fine. Then a whole fight breaks out. When you see how this man does the fight, and it's not because of how he does a fight. The fight scene was really nice. He does the fight scene, he does, and he does it himself. He, he knows karate. He knows judo. He's, he's into yeah. contact sports. So he's got the physicality part, and I think he would really do that well because if he's not going to do too much killing, right, then he's going to do more physicality. What gets me is how when I saw him in that opening scene, the acting, because he's very downplayed, uh, you know, how he, 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 he doesn't come off like he has no fear because right. he, he's got a good measure of his abilities. He's yeah. confident, but he doesn't go up there rubbing it in people's faces. He's very, when you see him at first, it's like, okay, this guy's just average. And then when you see him do what he needs to do, you're like, where did that come from? Right? Yeah. In a good way. So I, I think he can definitely balance being an ex-soldier in a cyborg body to play. The only thing is, is he would have to maybe adopt an American accent, you know, being part of the U S military, if they're going to kind of somewhat change that, but right. new actor. Um, and, and he's done a lot of work before on different series and shows. So he's been around for a while. So he's seasoned. It's not like this was his first big break. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. On, on this one, if you guys are not familiar, to Kurt, you know the, the, the thing you can watch right now is Gangs of Gangs of London. Um, I'll pull out his character's name here in a second, uh, you know. But while Rod's pulling out his um, his 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 lister, his uh, his pick there. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So you know what? That's that's good. I was going more of the Michael Collin aspect of it, but you're right. I, I like. Cause I know it's gonna have to start with uh, Luther. Like it, it should definitely be. It should be both. If they have the ability to have the, 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 the soldier aspect of him, because that's the whole point of the show. He's, you know, you're starting off. You're basically right. Is having is having that aspect. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I, you know me. I like to do stuff a little different, a little, little unique, and like, hmm, I wonder if I, this person can pull this off. So I'm going to go with Lance Gross. Now, Lance Gross, in, some may know or may not know him. Um, he's done a couple of stuff. He's been uh, in Hawaii Five-0. Uh, he's been in a couple of, couple of episodes with MacGyver, the new series. Okay. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. But you can definitely, if those who know the show um, House of Pain. Yes. Um, the, the Calvin Payne. So, so the, 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 the son, the son. Yes. Not, 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 so not back to Alan Payne. No. But the, that's, that's, that's the nephew. So the, the, the darker one. So, yes, Calvin. I know what you're talking about. Right. So, right, right. So, wow. like, I, I, I was, I was like thinking, you know what? 
you know, because of the show and stuff like that, Hawaii Five O and stuff like, you know, again, he has these little elements that he's done. He's done some episodes, done some shows where he could be that kind of tough guy. But it's it's not it's not it's not really. I haven't. I I just want to see if I can break him out into something. So this is something different. That we, we haven't seen him do anything to that. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? Did he play a role in uh, Black Panther? Or am I getting confused? No, no, you're 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 you're, you're, you're switching switch to someone else. So he he's he um. But I know who you're, you're, you're thinking of. You're thinking of, uh, uh, I was thinking of him too, but because he's already, he's already in Marvel. Yeah. Um, Daniel, uh, oh my goodness. I know who, okay, I know you're exactly right, right, right. who you're talking about, right? So yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, give, I'm giving Lance, I want to give Lance, Lance an opportunity to, to take this particular, take this one and go because he's going to have to work with, you know, this is going to where you're going to learn your, you know, you know, you're gonna earn your actor's chops. You won't learn today. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make you do something that's a little different and, and, and show. But there are, he does have the element. He has the ability. Um, I'm trying to remember where I saw him do something that was very like a very nice focus one. Focus mm-hmm. was more of a drama type of scenario. But if we can, we've known for be the funny guy and everything like that. But he has the ability to be this focus. You know, let's just try to give him that other opportunity to, to be. Uh, a soldier, yeah. because we've seen we've seen some shows. We've seen some shows where we see some characters. And we're like some some actors play yeah. a certain character. And we're like, I would never have caught you at that, but you did all right. You did all right. That's true. You know what That's I mean? That's true. And I mean, so if he's got the comic uh, yeah. timing, if he's got the yeah. comic timing, that that would well, kind of that would help offset some of the seriousness from the show. And I don't mean like goofy. You know, he's no, got to be like the straight man for a comical situation. Right, and this and this is where I want to levitate on that type of his that characteristic for mm-hmm. the Michael Collin aspect of him, for the Michael Collin aspect of him having that compassion and having to be, you know, you know, dealing with inner demons in that sense of how to right. fight against himself and stuff like that. So I could definitely see him on that side much better. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just want to see if I can catch him on the action side, the Luther side. Right. So right, right. I, I believe I believe he can be able to find that work that work the work style balance. And be able to give us what we want and what we need from from okay. my character. I, I think I can see him do that. But but your guy, you're yeah. got chops there. So so it's like, whew. and he plays. That's the character he plays. So in, in gangs and gangs of London, he plays a character named Elliot Finch. So that's the character mm. he plays in gangs of London. Elliot Finch. Got it. Yeah, he, he's a bad man. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, you know. It, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one. We're gonna put it out there to you. Who mm-hmm. would you like to see play it? And and maybe you might want to see um you know Jay August uh, Richards play him again, right? So the guy who played him the first time play him again. You know, and he was back from love. So you might want him to do it again, right? You know, um, and he did a good job. I'm not saying he didn't do a good job, but I want to see more. Once again, more of a classic look of Deathlock, which is behind me here as opposed to the one he played. So yes, there's gonna be some makeup involved, there's gonna be a, a costume involved, you know. Right. There's that's, CGI that's... involved and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. if we can get if we can if he's willing to come back and we can throw the CGI on him like that, then then he definitely can take that that aspect. Uh, you know what? Listen, we will just say um, we've seen similar again, he's like Deathlock is like the mirror slight image of Cyborg. So we've seen 
now not the Justice League version of Cyborg, but we've seen um, we've seen Cyborg on Smallville. Yes. We've seen Cyborg on um, Doom Patrol. Yes. And I need to double back on that again. That coming back. I need to double back <laughs> and find out when that one's coming back. Um, so if, if, that has been that that aspect. So the visually is what I'm trying to get. Visually, Cyborg has been seen as a live adaptation on TV, on film. So it won't be hard for people to accept a Deathlock vision of a person who has half his face is metal with a red eye or a no, blue, absolutely yellow not. and having an arm, a.k.a. Marvel, a.k.a. the, uh, what was the joke? What was the joke he said on uh, Winter Shoulder? Oh, you were, you were the, uh, the White Panther? No, I was the White Wolf. <laughs> that part yes. killed me. It's like saying, what, what, what were you the White Panther? No, no, White, White Wolf. Wolf. What? <laughs> Wait, you actually had an answer for me? Dang, they called you something? <laughs> <laughs> and Bucky's already gone. Like, I got time for you, man. I gotta go. But exactly. But you saw the metal arm and everything. So we've already accustomed, or we're already been uh, uh, assimilated to that type of visual. So oh, for sure, getting a well, death, getting a death lock one won't be far. Won't be no, far exactly. Let's let's go back to um, was it Misty Knight? Okay, Misty Knight. Okay, when when, when that actress is playing her, all the time I kept watching. <laughs> I kept watching like Defenders and and uh, the Iron Fist series on Marvel. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. I, you know uh, on Netflix. And every time something like oh she got shot in the arm, I was like yes, yes. And then you know the arm got crushed. Yes, yes. And you know my wife's looking at me like what's wrong with you? Is like you want her arm to get injured? I'm like she's supposed to have a bionic yes. arm. She's supposed to have a bionic arm. Something has to happen to the arm. The arm needs to go to keep it to the source material. The arm has to go. <laughs> For the love of all goodness, let the arm go. Let the arm, arm go. Every time something happened to the arm, it was teasing me, man. It was te- it was calling me, son. It was calling me. I was like, the arm has to go. Okay, shoot up the arm. The arm get bashed up. It got beat up. It get cut off. It got to get cut off. I, I don't. Like, the arm has to go. So when she finally got the bionic arm, I was so happy about that, and I was like, yes, finally we are on track. Right. The only thing about that that Marvel could have done, and it could have done really well for the two characters, it could have done, you know, Daughters of the Dragon with Colleen and Misty. And Misty. Yeah. Right. That would have been a nice, you know, let them go between America and over to Asia, let them try to solve a crime because she's a private eye. So I know we're getting off topic, but Daughters oh, of the oh, Dragon okay. was right there. It was right there. It was right there for a Netflix thing. And I hope we'll talk about this one time. They should have picked it up. Oh my God! Yes, we got to talk about this. So we'll get into that. So back to Deathlock. You heard my pick for Deathlock. Mm-hmm. You heard Rod's pick for Deathlock. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's see how you would see it. So um, yeah. please leave us a comment on the video. Comment down below. Let us know your thoughts. Maybe you have a better pick for Deathlock than we did. You know, we're open. So let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. Um, you know what? We're, we're going to wrap this one up because I think that that's pretty much about it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I might seem basic, but you know what? We need to see you in a good, uh, uh, you know, a good light. So, first of all, if you want to read Deathlock, you got to go to Astonishing Tales number twenty-five. That's the start of the character back in nineteen seventy-seven. You can find those issues; they're, they're easy to find. Um, and if you want, there's also a Deathlock miniseries, and it's not going to be with Luther Manning; it's going to be Michael Collins. So that's the picture that's behind me. That was the cover of it. it beautiful, beautiful art. I, I, I love how this was done. You know, um, and yes, Michael Collins was a power lifter before he was a professor. So that's why he's so physically fit. And I guess that's why he wants his body back. It looks like a better shape than Deathlock's body. So, um, Same. you know, uh, 
you know, that was a four issue prestige mini series. Go to your local comic book store, you know, please keep supporting, you know, uh, print comics, you know, digital is cool, man, but there's always something about opening that book and smelling it ah, and having the, the tactile feeling in your hand. So support mm-hmm. comics. My name is Barry 3D. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, donate if you can. I'm here with DJ Rod C. Yo. DJ Rod C. This is the Iconist Podcast. Remember, the whole world that we're talking about started with a two, an HB pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.